to the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. Eight thirty-five Central, seven thirty-five Mountain Time here on a Wednesday. Thank you to listener Mike, Mike Reese, and uh, still waiting on the name of our other winner. But we do have winners. So thank you so much. They were our first two to chime in on the word blitz. Christian's got a text message he's got to respond to here uh, from Texter loyal Jared. listener Jared. Thank you for tuning in, Jared. Yes. Good morning. Thank you, Jared, and I appreciate the text. Um, we'll we'll talk about this when I next see you. But uh, I got where we got a text in all caps uh, with four exclamation points. All of this is in capitals, which I appreciate. No true Wolverines fan shall ever. Wear Spartan green. Uh, and while I don't disagree, uh, you have to understand that though I'm diehard uh, maize and blue, here's the thing. I'm a sucker for medals, and uh, at uh, my junior year, I medaled at that Spartan invite in, in the JV race, so not a flex. I was um, going to say, ooh. But I, <laughs> no, no, we were not very fast. Uh, and the medal was shaped... <laughs> Thanks for that, Ross. The medal was shaped like the Spartan, so it was really cool looking. And so appreciated getting that. Um, and, I, you know, it's just the shirt. Don't care. Oh, no. Jared Sterrett's letting me have it. Here's the thing. There is no excuse for this. It's mostly a gym shirt. I'll say that. I think this is the first time Ross has seen it in however many months. Uh, it, that makes shirt. me feel better that I wear it you know, not out in public and instead just to the gym. Uh, oh. But yeah, the, there is no excuse for this. Jared, I, I, I needed that. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we'll move on here. Uh, Shreya Slada, unfortunately, did not pick up. He might still be recovering from the loss that uh, the Jayhawks suffered last night at the hands morning. of the Cougars of BYU. Yeah, mourning the loss. That is for sure. What a ball game. I... I Lucky enough, got home in time to catch most of the second half uh, and saw this. First and foremost, ESPN Plus, get your act together. (laughs) What is up with the audio problems? Was it because there was KU fans swearing behind Mm. and they were having to dump? What in the world was going on with the audio last night? Was it just me or did everybody else have that issue? Like it I'm would not cut an out ESPN of the ESPN Plus guy, but yeah, uh, did have a little bit of some. That audio was issues. awful. That was terrible. Ooh, I guess watch this. I think we might actually. Well, we'll see. Uh, Curtis probably answered it, and now we won't be able to <laughs> pick up Shreyas. So, uh, well, regardless, um, I'll, I'll say something meaningless here while we get uh, hopefully Shreyas on. Uh, I tweeted this last night, and maybe people disagree. Uh, I don't care. Gotta gotta feel for Hawks fans, even if you're not a Hawk fan. Watching the st- the stretch run of that ball game where Kansas was like out of it, but not fully out of it, with a couple minutes left where it's like close and a couple of tight possessions, and to see Nico Timberlake hucking up triples on a one of nine night when you need them, it's a must-have possession, and you say, where are we gonna go with the basketball to Mr. Timberlake? That's maybe not the right answer, but regardless. Uh, Brutal night. Shreyas, are you here with us this morning? I am. How are you? Hey, oh, good morning, Shreyas. Nice. So glad you could join us on the Blitz. Uh, uh, we, we were we were concerned that you were in mourning uh, after the loss last <laughs> night. 
No, it's, uh, you know, uh, I think every time I feel like I've figured out this team, they do something that I guess I should have seen coming, something like that, you know? Uh, it feels like they take one step forward, two step backwards, like every other week. And um, yesterday's loss, if you're a Jayhawk fan, is was pretty brutal, to be honest with you. And just as a basketball fan, as somebody covering this team, uh, watching them blow a 12-point lead and lose the way they lost uh, at home, mind you, mm. was tough. Yeah, I was going to say, can you expand upon why it is brutal? Because the Jayhawks have lost some games this year that they haven't lost in the previous years. So why is this one more brutal than others? Is it? I know home factor is a big one. Yeah, hundred percent. They don't they don't lose at home a lot. I think last year they lost just the TCU at home. Uh, this year, they're it looks like they're only going to lose to BYU at home unless they lose to K State somehow next week. Um, and you know this this team is more talented. Uh, you know the expectations of what this team was supposed to be preseason number one. Uh, you know to go out and lose to unranked BYU team uh, that really doesn't do anything particularly well outside of shooting the three ball um, really well is, is a tough, tough, uh, you know, kind of loss for Kansas. And, you know, they, they were in control for 35 minutes of the game. They were leading the game 35 minutes and 30 seconds. And really the last five minutes, they just kind of collapsed. You know, they missed a lot of free throws. Hunter Dickinson, even though he dropped 17 and 11, uh, he had he went six to fifteen from the free throw line. You can't win a lot of basketball games when your star uh, player misses his last six free throws to end the game. After he hit that three pointer at like the two twenty eight mark, he didn't make or attempt another shot, and he missed the two free throws, which accumulated the the six straight uh, missed free throws to end the game. Um, on top of that, you know they just. It's felt like the offense just didn't know what to do without Kevin McCullough out there. You know, they it was having some issues manufacturing it. Johnny missed some open three-pointers, you know, that he typically hits. Um, and just overall, like, you know, it was kind of a disaster class in late-game execution. Trey Slaughter, our guest from the Kansas City Star. We're talking Kansas basketball. They lose at home to BYU 76-68. It's there's a lot of things that we could go diving into, but the loss of Kevin McCuller at this point in time is the biggest black eye right now for this team. What's the latest on him possibly making it back? And I've heard th- I've heard some rumors that you know it might be hard for him to make it back anytime soon. What What's the latest on Kevin McCuller Jr.? Well, I mean, you know, every time Bill's asked about it, he's saying uh, he anticipates. He might not even – he keeps on reiterating, we're not sure if he's coming back. So I think if he does come back, it'll probably be right before Big 12 tournament play because Bill said they wanted a week of practice before, you know, Kevin comes back. So based on that timeline, that means he needs to come back before right around Big 12 tournament play so he can play in March Madness, uh, you know, and, and be out there with this team. So – uh, I think it'll be interesting to monitor that timeline because bone bruises are so finicky. You know, we, we saw it with uh, Remy a couple of years ago, uh, former NBA player Kendrick Nunn missed an entire year with a bone bruise, uh, entire season, sorry. Um, so it, it really is just dependent on, you know, what is happening with the person itself. Uh, if they feel like they're uh, ready to go, and, and I'm sure – they're extra cautious after he retweaked it against Oklahoma because, you know, I know 
Kansas fans don't want to hear this, but millions of dollars on the line for Kevin McCuller. You know, he, he's a projected, you know, first-round pick and a lottery pick in some mock drafts. And I know they want him to play out there, but, you know, if he goes out and he rushes and gets hurt again or he plays really badly, you know, he's losing a lot of money, potentially. No, no doubt, uh, Shreyas, that's for sure. Are you surprised or do you feel like Bill is surprised how poorly they've shot the ball from three this season? No, not at all. I mean, he's mentioned it since the beginning of the season that this team is not a three-point shooting team. Uh, They don't take a lot of threes. They don't make a lot of threes. Um, I feel like I've written and talked about it so much. That's been the biggest thing uh, with this team is, you know, they are really good at some things like, you know, inside scoring, you know, passing the ball, uh, pretty good at defense. But their inability to take three-pointers and make three-pointers and defend the three-ball has cost them in a lot of games. Uh, you know, I think if you go back and look at the games uh, they've played in Big 12, they've outshot an opponent from three just one time against Cincinnati. Yesterday, uh, I think BYU had plus 30 points on the three-point margin. You just can't win a lot of basketball games when you're being outshot by that much. I mean, I'm not a math guy, but, I, you know, I understand the numbers enough to realize you know, it has to improve on that end. The margins can't be that big, uh, especially come Big 12 tournament time, but more importantly, March Madness. And that's the the one worry for me with this team is not just the Kevin McCuller thing. Is if they play a team that can shoot the heck out of the ball in the first two rounds, we could be looking at them not even making it out of the first weekend. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, that that's the thing, though. I mean, in today's college basketball, Shreyas, don't you have to be at least a mediocre three-point shooting team to even be worth a grain of salt? Because that would be what I would say. I don't even know if KU is even that from behind the long line this year. Well, you know, their their percentage is okay, uh, you know, but they just don't attempt threes. And the issue is you can't win a lot of games if you don't attempt threes. And, I mean, it's just the math thing at this point. And like you said, it's not the NBA. If this was the NBA, Kansas would be in an even bigger issue, you know, because everyone shoots three in the NBA. But this, like, old-school type of play and, you know, the, the strengths of this, this team are not built around three-point shooting. And this is where, you know, uh, a guy like Johnny Furphy came in and he's helped raise that rate a little bit. But I wrote about it a couple weeks ago. This is the lowest three-point shooting rate in the Bill Self era by a lot. The last time they were even in the 300s for, like, uh, three-point shooting rate, because I think they're around 330, 340 right now, um, they lost to Wichita State in the second round. I think it was 2014. Um, and that team, uh, you know, was a lot, was attempting a lot more three-pointers than this team was. That was back in 2014. Right now, it's just, it's asinine almost to expect Kansas to try to make a, a run if they don't have reliable three-point shooting and it's not a strength. And it basically means you have to play perfect inside the arc while playing really good defense. On to the defensive side, you said they're not real good at defending the three. One would agree with that after last night. Why are they not good at defending the outside shot? Well, I think it comes down to two things. Bill has talked about you know how important it is for them to stop inside scoring. He, he talked basically, you know, I, I try not to make play, make it look like this way, um, but it is he defends inside out. And when you defend inside out, that means you're going to give three-pointers to good three-point shooting teams. Basically, he's playing the percentages, right? Like, bad three-point shooting teams have had career nights against Kansas because 
he's leaving the three-point shot open in, uh, you know, an effort a little bit to shut off the paint, shut off this thing. Uh, on top of that, to be quite honest with you, a little bit of this is Hunter Dickinson's fault. Uh, I think he's a little bit slow laterally. Um, he takes some time to recover from ball screens and stuff like that. The rotations aren't quite, uh, you know, fast enough when they do rotate sometimes and guys are left open. Um, it's just a defensive scheme is built around accentuating Hunter Dickinson's strengths. But in by doing that, you know, when they play drop coverage and stuff like that, it leads to uh, some open three-pointers just because Hunter isn't quick enough on three-point shooters or, or sometimes there's a miscommunication from other guys, so they lift, leave people open. Um, I think it's just, uh, you know, those kind of factors all play a role. One more before I let you go, Stray. It's a lot of the KC star. Three games left. 15th-ranked Baylor and number one-ranked Houston on the road. Rival Kansas State at home. What do you think the record is down the stretch in the final three? Maybe I'm optimistic, but I feel like they still won on the road. I don't know if it's Houston or Baylor, but they'll still won. And I think they'll beat K-State. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, at this point, I anticipate they won't win the Big 12 title, which, you know, I think I've said for a minute now. But, uh, you know, I think they will recuperate. I think they might beat Baylor. Uh, even though it'll be a tough matchup, I think they'll beat Baylor on Saturday. Um, I think they'll beat K-State next week. And, uh, well, I think I anticipate them losing to Houston. We'll see how it all goes. Shreyas Lot of the Kansas City Star. Thank you, Shreyas, for joining us today. Appreciate your time, my friend. Have a great rest of your week. You as well. Thank you for having me. Once again, great stuff from Shreyas Lot of the Kansas City Star. Uh, I'm going to lay it out here right now. I will be shocked. Shocked if they go two and one down the stretch. I'm betting one and two. I'm betting I'm one and two. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, I, I just think they're not cohesive right now. And I know that's such a basic take, and it's not really. Uh, it's more arbitrary than anything. But they don't look like a full basketball team right now, and they're just not doing enough things right. I think one and two might be. Uh, the record down the stretch here. To be honest, right now, all I'm thinking about is uh, my March Madness bracket coming up, and I don't know. Do I have them losing in the Sweet 16? Oh, I or will, unable to. Get I will there? say this too. I'll be stunned if they make it to the second weekend. I'll put that yeah. on paper. I think mm. I'd be I'd be stunned if if they don't if they make it second weekend. The way they that's my thing th- is when you get into March Madness, a lot of those teams can shoot threes, and a lot of the upsets happen when the higher seed goes against a team that got in there because they're a good three point shooting team. That's the low while what the lower correct, seed does. And while I agree, because that's the debate I'm having with myself right now, assuming McCullers on the floor, which is a big if, Kansas does have more talent in their starting five than maybe anyone in the country, and if you can ride that out in those shortened bench times uh, that the tournament brings out, maybe you can fight your way to the Sweet 16. And so right now I'm debating Sweet 16 or third round of 32 out, but let's be realistic here, Hawks fans, not getting a whole lot farther than that. Yeah, I, like I said, there are I have plenty of stats that came out of the woodwork after this loss. Um, so, like I said, my first, the first one. Uh, if Kansas goes one and two over the next week, over the next uh, regular the rest of the season here, if the Kansas goes one and two, that means that they will finish ten and eight in the Big Twelve 
KU hasn't lost eight conference games in a season since. Got a guess here? 20, nah, I have no idea. 1988-1989. <laughs> so before I was I born, was before I was pretty much since I was born, so thirty, oh almost goodness. thirty-five years now. Uh, that's how long it's been since they've lost eight conference games. So that's interesting. Uh, a few more other fun statistical deals here for you. Uh, I want to get to or see where my bookmarks at. Here we go. Some more fun stats. BYU snaps an eighty. Of course, it it snapped a. Uh, what was it, a 19-game, was that what it was, or 17? 19-game home-winning streak for Kansas. Stomp that. BU, BYU snaps an 82-game home-win streak when leading at halftime. Uh, and, by the way, it's the last home the last home loss to an unranked team in Allen Fieldhouse was February 3rd, 2018. Mm. Been a long time there. And there was another stat I saw this morning, but I forgot to bookmark it. But it was something along the lines of it was it was the first time ever or the second time ever that Bill Self lost a weekday home game. <laughs> yeah, the, it was the first or second time ever that Bill Self lost a weekday home game at Kansas. That's an ESPN stat. Right I mean, now. that is an absolute... You know, LeBron stat, as they call it on the mm. New Heights podcast. Uh, that would be a LeBron stat. Nuts. But, yeah, I like I said, they, they're not a great shooting team, especially from deep. If Kevin McCuller is more concerned about getting healthy for the draft, that's a humongous issue because you're not a deep squad. Which is an if. That's and an that's, assumption. I know. It's an assumption. And that's, you know, that's a tough one. Like I said, right now, if I'm putting money on it, if someone said you got to put money on this, okay, I'm mm. saying Jayhawks going one and two down the stretch, and they're out of the turn before the second weekend. That's where I'm sitting here right now. I just don't see enough from this team that really worries me. Heck, if I'm if I'm anybody that gets them in the postseason, I'm like, I want mm. Kansas. I I want those guys because they're if nowhere you're a near lower the juggernaut seed they've been. Staring up at. One of the high seed juggernauts, yeah, Kansas is probably the perfect yeah. draw for you. Would you rather have Kansas or Zach Eady and Purdue? And trust me, there's been a lot of issues with Purdue, uh, you know, in the NCAA tournament. But I think mm. I'd probably take Kansas because of their lack of offensive firepower and depth that they have this year, especially well, with Kevin fair, McCuller out of the be deal. A one seed and Kansas might just end up being a three seed here. It might be. Honestly, it, it might be. Um, Anyway, we'll see. we got to get to our final break. Come back. We'll wrap things up uh, next here on the Morning Blitz.